Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to the Urban Hitch Podcast, uh, the beautiful game of life. Today we have uh, three freestylers with us today. Uh, do you guys mind going around in this direction? Actually, let's start with the ladies first. We'll go this way. All right, you mind just introducing yourself? <laughs> hey, I'm Caitlin. I'm from California. Um, I'm Umar, and I'm also from California. I've been a professional freestyler for about five years now. Mm-hmm. I'm Tom Folan. I'm 22 years old, and I'm a freestyler from London. Nice. I like it how, as you guys went by, it got like you know more and more in depth, and the resume <laughs> yeah, started coming out, right? Add a little bit more, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So then, you guys are all friends, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Good friends. How'd you guys? Uh, how'd you guys meet? Go ahead. Anyone start? Just jump in, just like regular, you know. Um, well, I met Caitlin at a performance I was working for the LA Galaxy back when I was contracted with them. Um, I think. It was about three years ago. Yeah, about three years ago, and um, I met Caitlin at this event. And I, I I don't think I actually met you. I only saw you in a picture with. She met the rest of the team. Right, this time we had a team performing. This was when you guys were. So then you were Caitlin. You were doing uh, freestyle for LA Galaxy at the time. No, I actually wasn't freestyling at all. You weren't freestyling at all. She she was just a keeper. She was just a keeper. Okay, but you were freestyling at the time. I was freestyling. Yeah, this was only like three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've only been freestyling less than three years then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, Caitlin came up to two of the freestylers on the team mm-hmm. and uh, she showed interest in it. And one of my close friends, Jeremy, uh, messaged her and found her on YouTube. Jeremy Nyo, right? Yeah, Jeremy Nyo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, this is the freestyle community, man. Just say it. You know, no one's going to know who Jeremy is, right? Everyone knows Jeremy Nyo, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Everyone knows I'm a Korean. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's his handle, right? Yeah, I'm a yeah. Korean. That's okay. his handle. Um, but yeah. Jeremy messaged her, and, Jeremy Neal messaged her, yeah. and she came, we trained with her a few times, okay. and those trainings turned into multiple trainings. I see. So this was when you, get, so you were on the, LA, you were performing for LA Galaxy at the time? Yeah. For like the shows and all that? Yeah, half game, uh, halftime shows yeah. and pre-game entertainment. For, this was uh, Fubaleros? Yeah, this was Fubaleros at okay. the time, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. So, unfortunately, huh? Yeah. Uh, okay, you want to get into that? Or? I guess we'll get into that later. Yeah? <laughs> I, I mean, we could get into yeah, it, it's yeah. just... All right, zero to one hundred, real quick. Oh. <laughs> it's just um, Fubaleros is not a freestyle soccer company. It's a soccer company that mm-hmm. puts on a facade of freestyle that okay. makes it look like they know how to freestyle mm-hmm. when, in reality, they don't actually have any pre- any people who I consider real freestylers on the team. What, at the moment, at the moment, yeah. yeah. In now. the past, okay. In the past, they, they had us. You know, yeah. they had um, Daniel Azam, Peter Azam. Yeah. Uh, two brothers. Right. Um, they had Caitlin, Jeremy, Alex, 17, mm-hmm. current USA champion, and mm-hmm. had myself. Right. And it just came to a point where Jeremy left, Jeremy Neal left first, mm-hmm. and um, we all stayed for a while, and we just realized we couldn't deal with uh, the fakeness of Fubaleros. Like, the mm-hmm. image it was showing was not freestyle, and being someone who's very passionate about freestyle and loves freestyle, I wanted to be represented in the best possible way. I see. And I felt like when I was a part of Fubaleros, I was more of a clown than I was a freestyler. You know, okay. there, it got to a point where he started making us do things with our hands in mm-hmm. performances. Okay. And his logic was, you know, it they want to see things that they can do. Okay. And my immediate reaction to that was, you're completely wrong. People mm-hmm. want to blown away and see things that they've never they seen before. Okay. That's why I love freestyle because it's so special, right. especially the first time someone sees it mm-hmm. because it's so different. It's something you don't see every day. But that was kind of a partial reasoning as to why a lot of us left Fubaleros. Okay. Yeah. I see. Because of that image it created. Right. So then, you, but then you were part of Fubaleros for a little bit as well? I was, okay. yeah. That was kind of where I started freestyling. Mm-hmm. After I met Umar and Jeremy, like right. I started training with them and they brought me onto the team, which right. at the time was really cool because I was brand new to everything. Okay. And plus you could uh, join Fubaleros because you're allowed to use your hands at the time, right? So it's not a, <laughs> right? not a big deal, right? That's like, why I can we do brought it a keeper on. Right. I, f- yeah. I fit right in, yeah. <laughs> okay. But um, it seemed really cool in the beginning when all the guys were there, but the more I was there, the more I kind of saw that it was less about the freestyle for him mm-hmm. and more more about kind of getting the attention from people and just like making money mm-hmm. and it didn't really go with like how we valued freestyle and like right. it really put down what we were doing I see. especially when he started bringing on kids who couldn't really freestyle they could do a couple of tricks and mm-hmm. 
he wanted everybody to kind of have the same level. So it really brought down like what we were doing. Not mm -hmm. to mention outsourcing events to those kids mm -hmm. and not even paying them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, not, and on top of like the money thing with, right. with Pobleros, he paid everyone under the table. I see. It was just something sketchy and something that I didn't want to be a part of anymore. Mm -hmm. After one year, I, I joined solely out of passion for freestyle because okay. I wanted that experience performing. And Pobleros gave me that, you know. I did so many events with them and I got a lot of performance experience. And once I got that and I felt confident in myself and I knew that I could perform anywhere, it doesn't matter how many people, it doesn't matter where it is, mm -hmm. I, I'm never anxious or nervous to perform anymore because of that the multiple experiences just after doing something for so long you know it's just it becomes normal and when i got to that point i was like i can do this on my own what do i what do i need anyone else for and I see. when i saw that the other freestylers on the team had that mentality as well we decided to leave and work together mm -hmm. to get events on our own you right. know cut out the middleman who doesn't care about freestyle mm -hmm. and promote freestyle the right way all while you know being able to get events for ourselves mm -hmm. So like, like like a common thing that you guys are talking about and I hear a lot within the freestyle community is kind of like the, I don't know, it's like uh, there's a family and you you know, you guys keep on saying it's not like within the spirit of what you guys are passionate about and whatnot, like, you know what I mean? I think people within the freestyle community like readily understand what you're talking about, but like for, you know, people like me that, you know, appreciate it, but I'm not a freestyler and I'm not in the, you know, I'm not in the family, Definitely. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you guys mean by that? I think it's it's definitely has something to do with how small freestyle it is and how unique it is. Mm -hmm. When you meet someone who has that same passion, that same drive, that same dedication okay. as you, you just instantly click. And that's why I can say that the freestylers that I meet in like two to three days, I feel such close relationships with them as if I've known them for so long. But I just feel like we instantly click because we have this same insane devotion to mm -hmm. a ball where we spend a ridiculous amount of time Right. training and it's like an training. unspoken thing that's just like you guys so like you know tom you're here uh -huh. right from the uk right yep. and you're crashing at his place right uh -huh. right now or or daniel's, uh, daniel's place, place together yeah, right yeah, yeah. so that's kind of like is that part of it like where you guys just naturally like you know well can, I'd, if i'm a freestyler uh, can i just uh -huh. go to uk and like hit up some freestyles yeah, like, sure. i want to i need to crash that's what i was gonna <laughs> say like instead of airbnb <laughs> until <laughs> until a few days ago uh -huh. until i arrived i never met Daniel before, and now I'm staying at his place. Oh, you had it. No, okay. Never. So, right. Um, yeah, I guess there's there's a certain etiquette between freestylers where mm -hmm. um, once you've been involved with the community for a certain amount of time, right. you're basically never homeless. Like, I could go to Vietnam, I could go to Pakistan, I could go anywhere in the world and have multiple places to stay, okay. often for free. Right. So, that's a, yeah, it's definitely one of the coolest things about it. And even Umar, like, I met Umar for the first time last year. I met Caitlin for the first time last year. Um, Umar actually jumped on me and gave me a massive hug on a bus, which okay. was uh, filled, yeah, quite filled the icebreaker. With freestyle. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> okay, so the first time you guys met, but you had known each other through social media. Yeah, and all that. we'd yeah, spoken yeah. on Facebook yeah, right, for right. a number of years. So yeah, right. yeah, it's cool. All right. So then, obviously, there's like, you know, world life, you know, experiences where you get to travel around the world and all that kind of stuff. So what are some of the, you know. The great things about being a freestyler before we get to the money part, you know, like other than the money, the financial, right? We'll leave that on the table for now. Um, you know, what are some of the great things of being yeah, a freestyler? I mean, um, freestyle truly is like a lifestyle for us. Um, I think a lot of people see it as just um, tricks with a football, tricks with a soccer ball, whatever. Um, and that's fair enough. Like, if you're not involved with it, then it's difficult to um, truly know what it's about just by looking at it from the surface. But for all of us, it is truly a lifestyle. Like we live freestyle, um, and it doesn't just apply to practice. It applies to uh, the way we travel, like the way we interact with people. Like freestylers are some of the most compassionate and um, like just open people who I've ever met. Um, so yeah, whenever we come together, it's always a good time. And um, you know, you get to travel so much with freestyle that it means. Like for me, at least personally, I feel like it's opened me up to a whole new world. Like I understand so many different cultures that I probably wouldn't have done before. Um, you know, I'm doing things like this in LA. Like it doesn't, people where I'm from, they don't really, um, they're kind of pretty sheltered. So okay. I'm blessed in that sense to be right. able to have opportunities like this right. to travel. LA, and, Hollywood, right? And uh -huh. yeah, yeah, we're going to yeah, have yeah. Uh, Drake coming in in a little bit. By <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then what about you, Caitlin? Like what are some of the best things, you know, being a freestyler? 
I definitely agree with Tom. I think it uh, opens you up to a lot of different cultures and a lot of different ways of living. And I know, like, through my own experiences, I've met a lot of really unique people, freestylers and non-freestylers. And I think that's the coolest part is, like, freestyle brings you the, to these places and just kind of, like, drops you there and you figure your own way out. And you meet these people and you make friends that you wouldn't normally ever even interact with. And I think that's the coolest part. Like, I think we get to live a really different lifestyle from what a lot of people do. And it's not all, like, fun and games and everything. There is work, but it's just something you you learn to kind of love. And it teaches you to kind of find your own way out of certain situations. Right. Okay. So then all three of you guys are pretty young. You said you're, what, 20, what? Two? Uh, 22 now. 22. Yeah. You're 20. And how old? And also just turned 20 as well. You just turned 20? Yeah. Two zero. Okay. Two zero. So Tom's the only one that can go drink after old, right? Yeah, yeah, you're an old guy, right? But then you guys are all pro, though, right? You guys are all pro freestylers. Mm -hmm. so you guys make a living off of it, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And is that your guys' goal? Like, is that your intention to become a professional freestyler for, you know, as a profession? Personally, I'm uh, studying business right now, so I'm okay. also a full-time student as well as doing freestyle. And I want there to be a point in the future where I can successfully have my own my own like entertainment agency for freestyle and yeah but then you're going to be the biz you're going to be the middleman and you just said right you're going to be the good it's, one oh you're going to be the good middleman middle okay man. right but it's not that i want it to be my own i don't want to own it i want to collaborate with multiple freestyles on multiple freestylers on it okay so i want us to run it right. i don't want it to be just want something to be run by one thing and i also want to put on freestyle camps because i think there's so much potential okay. for freestyle, especially here in California where we have, we're blessed with amazing weather like this all the time. I think that freestyle has a lot of potential to grow here. And it, it really, it shows that because we actually have the most freestylers in the U.S. Mm -hmm. in California here. Probably because of the weather you're saying, right? Exactly. It just allows you to practice just, more. Yeah, it gives outside. you the opportunity yeah. to practice more. And the more freestylers we have, the more exposure there will be to the outside world. And I think it's just going to kind of exponentially increase over time. And hopefully the scene will be at a point where, like, there will be, I think, younger, a younger generation of freestylers who want to learn and who want to solely focus on freestyle. Okay. And we're going to be the kind of the pioneers because we were the first really freestylers who, we, we are the first generation of freestylers here in California. Mm -hmm. And that right now may seem like something that's minuscule and not a big deal because we're still in this present moment but in five years from now in ten years from now we're going to be that you guys first. Are the, you're saying you guys are like the Powell scores the Tuzanis of the California California exactly and it's it's pretty crazy that we're kind of blessed with the opportunity to be the first people right. to do something like this in to kind of mold how exactly, the next generation exactly. is going to be and okay. I think that if I study business and I have a good understanding of how the real economical world works, I can really work well to apply freestyle okay. into that and right. by doing so, just spread freestyle. Right. So it sounds like freestyle is still part of it and you want to add the business side definitely, to it. Okay. Definitely, yeah. And that's right. why I'm studying. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you want to be pro? You want to make money off this? What's your goals, man? Like, Sorry, I got caught up I in know, listening to yeah, Umar. Right, right. <laughs> and being brainwashed by his agency that he's going to sign you on to. Oh, she's already working on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, because right now I'm in the same boat as Umar. I'm going to school. I'm a double major in kinesiology and French. And I think at a point in time, like, I do enjoy learning kinesiology, and I think I'd like to apply it. But for me, the number one thing is I do want to go pro. I want to kind of grow the freestyle scene and increase the exposure that we get and make a living off of it because it's really hard to have a full-time regular job and to be a freestyler as well who's yeah. really serious about what we're doing. Yeah, because it's, it's, you know, it's tough to be a freestyler and uh, in terms of uh, making a living off of it, yeah, right? How many definitely. people do you think really make like a really good living? It's, it's kind of tough, There's a decent right? amount. Yeah? There's a decent amount now. Um, but... I think for me personally, like I've been doing freestyle for so long now, like it's coming up to 10 years. Um, oh, 10 years? Yeah. Okay. So I started when I was, yeah, I was about 12, 12 years old when okay. I started. So basically my entire adult life, all I've known is freestyle. And um, I've seen a lot of people change along the way when they try and um, like they, they treat freestyle as a job um, and they try and make a living exclusively from performances and stuff. 
a lot of the time I've seen their passion for the sport just seep away completely um, and they fall out of the community like you lose contact with them so um, and why do you think that is uh, it's it's easy like freestyle is a selfish industry um, you know the if how you so? want to how so well, if you want to do well in competitions, then you're the only person who controls like your training, when you train, how you train. So it's a very um, independent sport in that sense. Right. And I think that transfers over to the business side, like at least in the UK. Um, we kind of keep ourselves to ourselves a lot. Like the community is not, I mean, we're all great friends. We get on really well, but we don't meet that much because we're always doing our own different things. Um, and there's, there's limited jobs, right? Yeah, there's, there's so many. Jobs, I think right? the UK yeah. probably has the most amount of freestylers who will make a living from freestyle in in the world um has the has the most really? yeah for okay. sure i think so right. uh, maybe uk and germany but right. for me like i'm not i'm not sure if i want to stay just purely straight freestyle because i think there's there's other stuff i want to do like um i'm super into the whole veganism thing at the moment um and like i feel like freestyle is my way to spread a message which is much bigger than just uh, myself, like freestyle's taught me a hell of a lot, but it's also, um, you know, it's given me directions in life that I never thought I'd go down. Um, and so I feel that I don't, I don't want to be selfish anymore. Like with freestyle, I feel like for a long time, all I've cared about is my own personal gain from it. Like I'll get super happy if I get a big job because, you know, it's, it's money in the bank. It means you can keep going to freestyle trips. It means I can come places like this just because I want to, but um, it means more to me than that. Like, like I was saying, I've seen loads of people get pretty materialistic from right. it. Um, so yeah, I want to use freestyle as like a, a means to platform, spread platform a better to message. Do. Yeah, okay. exactly, exactly. All right. So then, uh, when you guys, uh, it sounds like um, you know, pro is an option for you guys. But then, like when you first start getting into freestyle, and um, I'm sure you guys are probably able to do it now. Like I know busking is like a big part of it, right? And kind of like whole performance aspect of it right do you do that like in the uk too where you go on a weekend like on a saturday in a you know a popular spot and um then, you know make you know what do you do put a hat there on this on the side of yeah, the sidewalk what do I you mean, guys do <laughs> so yeah. there's definitely hot spots in london which okay. are which are the best for busking um, okay. just like there are throughout the uk mm -hmm. but um there are some people who make a really good living from from just busking alone but i think uh it's it's more a good thing to do when you first get started yeah. like it's a great thing to do for experience because you get used to performing in front of people, um, and to be perfectly honest, you get used to not caring about what people think of you freestyling. Okay. Yeah, you know, you have like some negative experiences. And yeah, all that. yeah, yeah. What's like what's some sure. of the like the, you know you guys do it like where's the good spot here in California? Like Santa Monica, Santa Monica, Third Street, Street Promenade. Okay. Yeah. And then, without putting you guys on the spot, like, do you guys need a permit for that? By the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A busking. Yeah. Okay. You guys yeah. are all current on that on your. Still working on getting mine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So let's, okay. So, you know, you have, you go out and apply and get a permit, right? And then, I mean, for me, it'd be kind of, you know, uh, it's kind of like nerve wracking, right? Especially if you do it for the first time, you know, mm -hmm. like, hey guys, mm -hmm. I'm trying to make, you know, like, yeah, how do you do yeah. it? You put on, you, you know, music is a to, big part of it. To or, be honest, right? we yeah. don't really treat it like a, pro well, at least when I go with friends, mm -hmm. I don't ever really treat it as performing for yeah. people. We go out there. To have fun right. and just do freestyle, just do your we thing. Just do our thing. Okay. And the only difference is you have what, like a bucket next to you? What do you <laughs> yeah. have? Literally, that's yeah. the only difference. <laughs> what, what do you guys put? Is it literally a bucket? We, we'll no. literally like take out a box or okay. a bucket or then, you know whatever. Yeah. And you put we'll a just sign on there. there. You no, we don't. No. We don't put anything. It's a, it's a given. We okay. literally will just freestyle, freestyle and leave it there. And what, who are we to say no if people want to? They right. think we're so amazing that they want to go leave us a tip. It's like okay, that's cool. You guys enjoyed watching us. We're just training. Plus, so you guys us. just handle it casually, right? Yeah. You put, you put music on and We're, all that. It's, or? it's nowhere near yeah. as serious Stretch. as right. probably the, the actual performance you would see on Third Street Promenade, which are there strictly to make money. They're right. just there to make money to... That's their full-time yeah, gig kind exactly. of thing, right? Yeah. full-time kind of gig. The only point I'd make about busking is that when you look at other sports, when yeah. you look at like the top athletes from other sports, mm -hmm. they're not. Um, you don't see world-class gymnasts like going to um, wherever, like right. by the London Eye, right. busking to try and make money. So yeah, exactly. I think. But in freestyle, um, you're saying you might see some really top players. Yeah, you might do. Which there, right? yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not for me to say whether that's a yeah. good or a bad thing for the image of the sport. Mm -hmm. But I think it's just it's something to think about definitely mm -hmm. because. Like I was saying, you don't you don't see that in other sports, you know. You don't yeah. see the top athletes. That's like, kind of yeah. how I was talking about. It's not 
Well, for me at least, I feel like, and I feel like for a majority of other freestylers, they're just doing it for fun, and they're saying, hey, right. if I can make some money on the side while that's, I'm just training. Yeah, that's good too, right? Yeah, that's good too. So then, uh, do you guys have any bad experiences? Because like, you know, I don't know about like in London, but mm -hmm. Third Street Promenade is like a touristy area, and you got Very all kinds of area. people coming through there, right? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. I've so got negative, you know, you have negative, what's like negative things that happen? Someone ever come by and jack your money, for example? No, that's no, no one's happened, come took your box and started running while you guys are sitting there doing, you know, the head head stall and you don't even see him. I mean, the the only thing that's kind of annoying yeah. probably when uh, we're busking at Third Street would be just you know people blatantly walking like right next to us as we're performing okay. instead of just it, it would be it's pretty taken, yeah pretty simple yeah, to just kind of go yeah. around but they they just want to walk in. That's probably the only negative experiences I've ever had while busking. Okay. Yeah, it's no, just, no one's ever bothered you or anything. I had like a that. super negative experience in London. Yeah. Um, okay, what was that? It wasn't. It wasn't anyone stealing stuff or yeah. whatever. But it was just Laura like, came in and just <laughs> stole the thunder from you or something. <laughs> no, it was. Um, I was with uh, one of my close friends from freestyle called uh, John Wetton, um, and we had this great idea to go busking around Christmas time in London. And um, we, I, so I got an elf costume, right? Mm -hmm. And he got a Santa costume. And we thought, yeah, this, this is a good okay. idea. We're going to go to see, London. Yeah. Um, I, can, and, I can see, okay, the the <laughs> holiday season, maybe a lot of people might be drunk uh, at that yeah. time. This, and this then they was see a guy in an elf ago. costume. <laughs> it's a bad mix, right? Okay. No, no, I would like to say that this was a long time ago. But okay. um, we had, like, all the Christmas remix songs. We, we thought it was, you know, we were going to do well. We were going to make a killing. Okay. Um, and as soon as we got there, it started absolutely hammering it down with rain so okay. there was nobody there at all and um we went for like two hours and <laughs> we made uh 35p each which is like uh, i guess 35 cents or 35 something cents? so yeah, someone gave you what a quid what, what uh -huh. you yeah <laughs> okay, we, you guys we were, split that right down the middle well <laughs> we, it was it was just a terrible terrible day so mm -hmm. i have kind of uh, negative connotations attached to the word I busking see. ever since that. I see. Well, they just call it hanging out, right? And plus, I heard you guys can make like pretty good, you know, in an hour. Like Daniel oh, yeah. was telling me, right? What's, like, the, what's the most you guys make? Um, I mean, I don't do it very often, yeah. but I just kind of did it for fun when I was over in, I think it was Scotland. Okay. Just five minutes, and I made about 40 bucks, okay. me and my friend. So. Five bucks, okay. Mm -hmm. And it was just free still. So you, it was 40 each, or what? Yeah. Ah, that's mm -hmm. pretty good in five minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, most I've ever made from busking was okay. probably about, I would say, 160 in uh, two hours. Yeah. That's so, and it, it was two of us. Yeah. So we were just switching off back. We were just, we, literally, it's a training session for us. We were just right. switching off back and forth, back and forth, and just doing our thing. And if people happen to crowd, I think it's that point where you start to get a crowd around you. Mm -hmm. It has this attractive effect. People are just like atoms. They just, they just kind of yeah. connect and they yeah. just crowd together when they see more. You don't even have to do anything. You as do long as there's loud music and you exactly. look like you're about to do something, you, you'll get a crowd. I, I, a lot of the times I see busking performances and sometimes it's not even about what you're doing. It's about how you talk to the crowd, how you communicate with right. them, right. how you're able to mm -hmm. talk about what you're about to do. I, I think that's really important as well as to have like a speaker and a mic and just be able to communicate. But that's if you're taking it more to a serious performance. As to most of the time when we do it, we just kind of bring a speaker and we just we just freestyle to the music. Like I think that's how it's different me. different to the UK. Like uh, there's a freestyler, Jamie Knight, uh, another one of my really good friends in freestyle, and he's an absolute animal. Um, but, but yeah, he he busks quite a lot, um, especially down there's a street called Grafton Street in Dublin, Ireland, and um, he'll make he can make six hundred pounds a day there, wow. like a few hours and. Uh, so yeah, he, he can make super good money from busking. Um, it just depends on your style of freestyle. Like, right. I'm much more of a kind of control-based freestyler, like uh, small technical movements and stuff, whereas he's, um, the ball's flying all over the place, show like me. using loads of different body parts. Right. So, like Umar, like Umar where every move looks like it's a save. <laughs> but you know leg, what I mean? It's leg. just different, different freestylers are better for different things. So there's some guys who are going to like really excel in busking. Um, just because they naturally do a lot more extravagant movements. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you guys were talking about how, like, uh, obviously it takes a lot of discipline, right? Uh, you have to sacrifice a lot, right? What are some of the, you know, the biggest sacrifices that you guys have made as a freestyler? Um, uh, a social life. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, like your friends are calling you out to hang out, right? Yeah, uh, yeah like when I, when I finished, mm -hmm. yeah, when yeah. I finished um, secondary school or high school, um, I kind of I slipped into that sort of cycle where you're going out all the time. Um, you have like a super active social life, but loads of other stuff 
uh, took a hit, including freestyle. And the one thing that I would say about freestyle is that it's like my equilibrium. Like it's it's always what I go back to. So um, as long as I keep my freestyle on point, then everything else in life flows nicely. But I I like disregarded freestyle completely over that yeah. period of time. Um, and yeah, that that sucked. So I had to kind of cut a lot of people loose just so I had time to to be alone with the ball again. Um, and so, yeah, like lots of friendships. I've lost a lot of friends from freestyle. Um, and I don't regret it, but, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's a difficult decision to make, but it's one that you yeah. have to make if you want to really dedicate yourself to the sport. Right. You guys, you know, obviously everyone's kind of got the similar experience, right? But like, what are some of the, the major sacrifices? You have to sacrifice friends or? Yeah, I would definitely agree with Tom. Like, okay. I think the social life is the biggest difference for me biggest when it comes hit. to freestyle because mm -hmm. you spend so much time freestyling, you spend so much time traveling and like doing performances and everything. And a lot of people don't understand that. So even if you have time to spend with them, like they don't understand why you're putting in so much time to just like hanging out with the ball and just like kicking it around they don't understand it and they don't understand something that's such a big part of like what you do and who you are especially probably girls more than guys too right i would oh, think yeah. like girlfriends that are probably that are not freestylers or they're may not even be into soccer they'll just be like dude can it's crazy right <laughs> oh absolutely like i'm lucky a lot of like now a lot yeah. of my close girlfriends they all they either freestyle or they understand it and they're around a lot of the freestylers mm -hmm. so i'm lucky in that respect but yes when i was in college like yeah. People would see me with my ball and they'd be like, what's that weird girl doing over there yeah. like by herself? Right. And it's like, it's hard to connect with people when they don't respect what you're doing. What about like uh, family and parents and stuff? You know, you guys, you guys hire parents, are they pretty supportive about, you know, like? Um, I'd say parents always kind of want you to go that traditional yeah. route. Yeah. And business. Just business. they want you to be successful. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah, obviously, when you start something as new and different as freestyle, they it's pretty difficult to imagine where it's going to take yeah, you. Yeah. You never really know how many opportunities you're going to get. Just so they freaked out in the beginning on you. Oh, yeah, they definitely freaked out. Every day I was getting right. the, okay, uh, you can freestyle, but you know you have to go to school. You have to get mm -hmm. a job. You have to do this. You have to... Have to live a normal life, right? So yeah. that's you guys are, yeah, they kind of like cause you guys have been doing it for a while now. They all kind of just like settle yeah, down. Now. And then when yeah. when my parent as time passed yeah. and my parents saw how much better I was getting and how much I love freestyle, all the opportunities that I was getting and how it was just kind of shaping and rewriting my entire life because I'm definitely a completely different human being mm -hmm. since I first came in contact with the ball. And it's it's interesting to say the least how you you turn out when uh, freestyle yeah. is applied into your life. I I definitely owe basically everything to my parents um, when it comes to freestyle because yeah, like definitely. I well, back when I first started like around two thousand and six two thousand and seven it was nowhere near as big as it is even today. The competitions didn't really exist like the level was so much lower. Um, there were a handful of guys worldwide who were making a living from it so. I said, I don't want to play regular football anymore. I want to quit for freestyle. I want to quit playing guitar for freestyle. Right. Um, I dropped out of college for freestyle. And this oh, yeah. is this wasn't when I was making money from it particularly. So um, they so you, supported so you quit, me. So you quit soccer in order to do freestyle? I yeah. Mean, it seems like yeah. a lot of people do yeah. that, right? Yeah. Like you quit, you quit yeah. being a goalkeeper in order to do freestyle too, right? Yeah, I played yeah. my first year in college and then yeah. I quit because it just took up so much time okay. that mm -hmm. I wanted to put into freestyle. It's difficult to go to yeah. soccer practice and then try right. and go freestyle. So all three it's of not you compatible. Guys, yeah, it's yeah. Not, so all three of you guys played soccer first? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I started at five. Okay. And yeah. then, but then you quit. So you were playing for college. Yes. You're on your college team. Yes. And as your coach, so you just <laughs> you said you're gonna quit the team. <laughs> yeah, because like I had the starting position and yeah. everything, but my coach and I didn't really see eye to eye with all of the time that I was putting into that. She mm -hmm. thought I could have been using my time in a lot better ways. Right. And so she has a goalkeeper, right? It's like yeah. you don't even need to use your feet that much. Is what she's thinking, right? Yeah, exactly. Was it a she or a she? It was a she. Okay. And she, it, as you said before, like the girls don't really understand it, right. and um. It just got it got on my nerves after a while. Like she would keep telling me that you need to spend your time more wisely. Even though I explained like it was something that I did professionally, I took very seriously. And eventually I was like, I can't I can't agree with you and I can't listen to you if this is how you're gonna keep treating me. Right, right. Okay, so like um uh, what about uh, within like competition, right? Because people go to you guys all go to competitions and stuff, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 
So you guys enjoy the competitive aspect? Absolutely. Or you guys, I love the You guys all like aspect. it? It's the best. It's the There's best? There's no rush yeah. in the world. Like, really? Uh, like the feeling after a good battle. It's the best and worst thing ever. Like oh, the yeah. feeling before you compete, yeah. it's disgusting. Every single right. time, it's like I'm waiting to nervous. go out for a battle. You get nervous. I think, yeah, maybe I should just quit freestyle and I'll <laughs> take up like yeah. growing vegetables oh, or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so then, you know how you were saying you don't get nervous uh, performing anymore, right? Is yeah. that within competitions too, or do you get no. nervous? For, so, <laughs> so, so it's completely different. different. Oh, so if God. you're gonna perform in front of like a halftime show, right? I can. MLS I game. could do a performance in front of a hundred thousand people and not even like have a second thought in my head and, okay but before a freestyle battle yeah. i'll be doubting every move from the day i was born until right. the exact moment <laughs> that's funny how you guys call it a battle right because like when it's marketed they don't really call it a battle right they usually you know what i mean like like from a company perspective they just say like uh, the tournament or freestyle right Do they, you, you know what i mean um, like yeah i mean the it might not be called like whatever the battle of california or mm -hmm. something but everyone who um, is in the loop of freestyle yeah. knows freestylers that, think it's a battle yeah right? it's always exactly. like that's the most traditional way of competitions these days okay. uh, battle between two guys or yeah. two girls it's that battle aspect aspect that uh -huh. uh, judges especially look for you yeah. want to see you want to see responsiveness right. in freestyle battles okay so you can think so then okay so uh, I was reading something recently and then there was like this thread between freestylers are talking about how like uh like okay, so you guys all—I mean, you guys all respect like Andrew Henderson, right? And that was oh, a thread, yeah, right? Course. Is he like Definitely. one of the—is he one of the guys that everyone kind of just within the freestyle world? Of the Andrew Henderson is the, the yeah. best freestyler of all time, hands down, no close okay. second, yeah. for so sure, he, for sure. So yeah. He, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so like um, they were, and it was about him and the recent uh, tournament that he was in, right? Which is what the world, you know, after World Tour, yeah, yeah, yeah. the World Tour. Right? Tom was actually I, just yeah, judging. I was judging. I came straight from there to here. Okay, actually. okay. Yeah. So then, so you have one of the judges here. Okay, <laughs> wait, you're not the one that wrote that, did you? About the whole um, no, because I there was some there was some backlash anything. on. Okay, so there was I don't some, get involved in that. Sort there was some stuff backlash anymore. on the judging, and then uh, they were saying uh, one guy was saying that. Uh, but it's a battle, and so uh -huh. uh, Andrew's really good at that, and he's not, it's not like a fixed routine. He's not yeah. like, right? So yeah. the, the final between yeah. Erland from Norway and exactly. Andrew Henderson, yeah. um, I think Erland is for sure one of my favorite freestylers. Right. Like, he basically came from, uh, no one really knew who he was. He was just some young kid who was kind of good at freestyle, whereas now he's absolutely one of the best in the world. But um, there's a lot of people who kind of, uh, his way of freestyling battles doesn't sit right with them. Um, and I guess I could say I'm one of those people like it's it's more of a show when he does it He has all of his sets already prepared. He goes out with a notebook onto the stage and he checks it in between rounds to um, To you know refresh his mind of what he's gonna do next Whereas someone like Andrew he'll have all of the tricks and all of the foundations laid down But yeah. when he gets on the stage, he's just uh, a savage beast like right. he will um, He imposes himself on people like no one else does and everyone chokes against Andrew like mm -hmm. It's it's very rare for someone to perform to their best ability it's, it's against so Andrew. Cool to see. He's it's so like Tyson. intimidating. It's like Tyson or what? Does he intimidate people? Uh, it's what he does <laughs> in the battle. He yeah. makes it a real battle. Right. Like yeah. what I saw in that battle example okay. with Erlen and Andrew. Yeah. He pulled out some of Erlen's similar upper body motions. Right. He was uh, he was copying Erlen's putting his hands on his hips, and, hand on his hands, yeah. and he was doing the rollers. And that's just classic Erlen right there. When mm. I saw him doing that, you knew I right just, away. I just Everyone couldn't knew? help but going crazy because. Yeah. It's so awesome to see him yeah. responding to Erlen before right. Erlen even started because right. he knows what he's gonna do. Yeah. Right. In that America. was the that was what they were talking about, the uh -huh. threat. That's all the all the freestylers were you know, you know, not all, but it was a very in depth who were the other two judges? I think it might have been one of the other judges that wrote that. One of the other judges, uh, well, the two other judges were Daniel Dennehy from uh, Ireland, okay. Brazil, it wasn't Daniel California, that wrote that. and uh, yeah. Lars Munk Peterson from Denmark, who's yeah. a legend. In that okay. scene. Might not have been one of the judges, but uh -huh. it was basically uh, one of the freestylers. He's a pretty good guy. I can't remember. And he Connor was Connor Reynolds. Was it Connor Reynolds? Maybe. Oh. Maybe. Yeah, he wrote a big. It quite book. possibly yeah, could have been. Okay, I think that was it. Where he was, you know, people because there was controversy on the judging of uh -huh. why uh, Andrew won, right? right. And people. Yeah. But then he was basically talking about that, about it's a battle and he doesn't have a fixed routine and, you know, you have to appreciate that kind of thing, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, all, he brings all. so much more of his own flavor to the yeah, battle personality, well. His own part of originality his, and the moves he's pulling are just right. so Ridiculous. insanely yeah. difficult and people forget that. The thing, the thing but, with Andrew, like the difference between him and Erland, in my opinion, is that um, Andrew can do 
everything. Right. Like when you think about all of the big tricks, like Jordan stall, three revs, no touch. Like Andrew can do yeah. all of that, but then he he ha he has his completely unique signature tricks that right. nobody else can even. I can't even contemplate right. some he's, of the stuff he does. Right. He's got a book. So then, filled with okay. So then, why is so then why is there even any kind of like controversy or doubt of you because know, the... freestylers like to get involved in arguments okay. like that it's right. just what we do <laughs> right okay and, and some of them just don't understand that yeah. okay yeah so that whole uh community aspect gets put on pause for a little bit no, on the, during the judging not. like hey man that was no, terrible it's, it's, Calls, it's, it's very 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 difficult to yeah. judge a freestyle competition because and it happens consistently yeah. it does. with judging decisions right. it's opinion based it's uh -huh. subjective no one is ever going to be happy with every decision and these days freestyles yeah freestyles got to a point where the level is so high that yeah. every freestyler is a completely different freestyler so like before it was kind of easy to judge because most guys were comparable they did the same kind of stuff whereas now like when you look at the guys who are at the top like yeah. we're all completely different freestylers because right, the styles are so different uh -huh, you're saying exactly, it's hard to exactly. judge one style versus another yeah style. it's not like yeah. it's not like a criteria where you know in gymnastics they have a certain required element that they have to yeah, perform yeah. and then it's just down to the technique the execution of that it's because freestyle is free, but we're also trying to put it in a box and categorize stuff mm -hmm. in order to judge it in a competition, right. it kind of it kind of clashes, and that's it why you get yeah exactly, contrast. and that's why you get so many right. um, because like, there's so much you can do with freestyle. Yeah. There's so many flavors, so many styles thrown in there from a million different other sports. Like our, even our battle structure is yeah. taken from something else. It's taken from breakdancing. Breakdancing battle, yeah. So isn't that, but then, uh, isn't that why Andrew's so good? Because he can, you know, it doesn't matter all the different styles and techniques, right? He has he a very respond. wide repertoire. He can right? respond to whatever yeah. his opponent is doing. That's yeah. what I look for in a battle. At least. He's he's someone who, um, throughout his entire life, yeah. he's he's been a competitor. Like, he played rugby to a high level. He plays right. table tennis to a high level. He did judo to a high level. Smashed like, me in table he's tennis. just, yeah, he's, he's just one of those guys who's a natural um, competitor and a, and a real champion. So... Um, it kind of sucks for me having him in the UK because yeah. I'm always kind of second best right. to him. But hey, like so you've you've battled against him. Yeah. How many yeah. times have you battled? Oh, against controversy. Him? Oh, <laughs> what so happened? Much controversy really? So <laughs> yeah. Is this a recent thing or what? Oh, UK man. championships last year. Last year um, okay. I I went against him in the semi final, and um, you know I'm not bitter against about anything, but in my opinion and in the opinion of most people. Like I won that battle against him pretty comfortably. Like okay. it wasn't it Ham. wasn't close. Ham. I was watching the battle oh, myself. Yeah. Okay. And I, I was sitting there and I was shocked. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. Maybe it's Tom like boxing just, though. Tom just went through. You know, maybe it's like boxing where it's like if you have a uh, an a idol champ, status. Yeah, yeah like a exactly. champ. You it gotta like, like knock that. him out, not it like, is. oh he kinda won, then we'll yeah. give go with the no, champ. No, I mean you know? without without trying to <laughs> to your own horn. Like, yeah, I don't wanna get you, into conspiracy theories and stuff. No. No, Andrew would rip me limb from limb yeah. but um <laughs> no it was it was at like a, a football convention thing mm -hmm. called soccer x um and andrew was going to be doing shows and stuff uh throughout the rest of the week after okay. that competition so um and you There's know when, politics involved right no i don't want to no. i don't want to say that i don't but was he okay that kind was of he stuff, yeah but, was he gonna be part of the soccer x thing yeah, throughout yeah, the week yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so it. i so guess politics involved no but it, <laughs> but it would have been kind of weird if it yeah. was like oh yeah i I just lost the UK championship, but I'm yeah. here as right. you know, like the, the champion. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't take any way anything away from Andrew. Like, yeah, he, I, he you guys are always saying best. he's like the best. In that okay. moment, yeah. In that moment, it was clear to me that Tom had taken yeah. it. It was just tough for it me because it was battle. like right. it was such a big opportunity for yeah. me to like finally be the UK champion. Yeah. Um, and then like yeah, I kind of lost my head a bit after right. that because. You know, it's it's hard. It was hard for me to keep focus after losing a battle which I thought I won against someone who, um, you know, is just so, so unbelievably good. good. Yeah, so, so good. Right. So then, you guys have you guys battled against him or no? No, thankfully no. no. No, you haven't. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are all like, you know, you don't, you're not looking forward to battling against him. Oh, either, I right? would, I would I love to battle. Would love? I would go okay. all out. I would all just because right. I know I'm not. Well, I would give him my best. Yeah, but I wouldn't go out there expecting to win. Yeah. And that is what I think is really cool because yeah. there's no pressure when you're not expecting to win. That's a good point. I think when you have an opportunity to win the whole thing, oh. it is a thousand times more pressure on top it's of your insane. head. It's insane. Because you have that opportunity and it's like, okay, if I don't mess this up, it's mine. It's simple. It's, right. it's in my hands. I just got to keep going. So and that pressure just kind of keeps adding along as you push through the competition. Right. 
So you guys like the? So you like the? It sounds like you guys like the uh, the adrenaline rush. Is there an adrenaline rush? Yeah. I think um, like you you can react negatively to it, but for me personally, um, I love the pressure just because like I feel grateful for it because you know there's not a huge amount of people who have something in their life which gets them that like nervous and they feel that much pressure to because they love it so much that they want to do well in it. So. Um, yeah, whenever I feel that feeling, like I try and use it in a positive way. And I think if you do that, then um, that's really what it takes to do well in freestyle competitions, that's to take right. that net awesome energy. Yeah. What about what about like um, competing against like other girls, other females, and competing against a guy? Is it, you know, there's got to be a little bit different. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm lucky. I yeah. consider myself lucky because I am able to, to do both because there's not a lot of girls in the U.S. So when I compete, I compete with the guys. Mm-hmm. And but when I'm at Super Bowl, I compete with the girls, and I think there's a lot more pressure when you go up against the guys because, from what I've seen, the majority of the guys tend to be a lot more well-rounded and more battle-ready than a lot of the girls because a lot of the girls, as I said, there's not many across the world, so we don't get to compete nearly as much. And so when you go up against the guy, you have to be on top of your A game. I competed against one of my close friends in North Americans this last year, oh, and. Um, oh. Magnet, he's okay. from Canada. That was a great battle. That okay. was a lot of fun. And okay. it was one of the best battles I had had to date. And I... He was a little scared. Okay. <laughs> so who won? He won. It okay. was a two-to-one uh, two to one win for him. Okay. But I, I had to bring out my A game. Whereas, right. like, it sounds bad, but when I was at Super Bowl, I knew in the beginning rounds, because there were girls who weren't as battle-ready, I knew I didn't have that much pressure on me. As I progressed, there was way more pressure. But in the beginning, there's girls who aren't as battle ready. Whereas, like with some of the guys who are at like the lower levels, they're still a very strong competitor. They're still they're still used to competing and battling and, and entering, right? Yeah, yeah, much more than the Just girls. Just because of how many more guys there are than girls who freestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, you guys want to talk about the whole Germino uh, situation within the freestyle world, or? What? Oh God! No. Yeah? I, mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't know if there's that much to say, yeah, really. There's, like there's Jeremy, not really too much information in that right. situation. He's he's one of those guys who like used to be one of my best friends in freestyle, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and he was just an amazing person to be around, and uh, you know, it's it's whatever. Like he has his own opinions on freestyle, and I agree with a hell of a lot of them. But he just has. I think he needs to work on his delivery of of his opinions because right. he's turning a lot of people against him. When I think that if he, uh, like, I guess he doesn't really care about people's opinions anymore. Well, so then you guys are obviously within the community, so you know the whole backstory, right? Uh-huh. But like, really quickly, what's 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 kind of going on with uh, Germino within freestyle, and you know what's going on. He's kind of like the Ron Artest of basketball, right? Where he's like good, but then he's like got that whole, he's like kind of crazy, right? Not crazy in a bad way, but like very different, there's, right? There's a lot of freestylers who, well, okay, Jeremy wouldn't say there's a lot, yeah. but there, I would say there's a handful of freestylers in the world that Jeremy considers uh, real freestylers. Because okay. I, I what the way that those freestylers who are like-minded as Jeremy see freestyle as is more of an art. And it's... The mentality is so, so similar to the breakdance community. I don't know if you know much about the breakdance community, but biting is huge. Right. It is massive, and it doesn't happen in that community because if it happens and there's a crowd of people watching... Right. It's called a biter, right? And, and then his reputation's done. Everyone knows. Right, right. Everyone knows. That's yeah. not your style. That's not your move. And it's so crucial for b-boys to bring their own flavor and their own style okay. and their own moves to a dance battle. So is that the main? Is that the main kind and of controversy though? Of like, you know, he's a very much. Uh, saying like, hey, everyone's everyone's a biter. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's, a everyone's a robot. Everyone's a robot. But, but I think it's it's strange. Everyone. It's strange because, like I said earlier, every yeah. single freestyler at the top level is completely different. And yeah, yeah I agree that there's a formula to competitions yeah. and there's like a formula to. Um, certain categories of freestyle, but like that's gonna happen. Like, you know, there's, it's been like that. Yeah, it's been like. I think the the main thing that um, frustrates me about Jeremy is that he's not been around for that long. Like, he's he's not seen what freestyle was like back in the day when stuff like the the very type of freestyle which he does now didn't exist when when I started. So it's kind of like it's kind of weird for me to see someone like that speaking. Um, so uh, forcefully, authoritatively, yeah, yeah, exactly. When he wasn't around, like the stuff he does now mm-hmm. didn't exist back back in the day, and he doesn't really. Um, I don't think he really understands where freestyle came from. So mm-hmm. it's difficult for me to hear him 
um, you don't cool just people, cut down robots. the roots of yeah, the tree exactly, after it grows, exactly. You know? like, it's been freestyles bigger than Jeremy sure. um, and I think he needs to like remember that sometimes so then he's like a really creative freestyler and he's just like hey that's his emphasis and like if you're not creative then and you know you're just a biter and if, stop if biting on everyone if you don't have your own style your then, own style then what is, is what is free, you, yeah. you're not a true freestyler you're not sh- representing yourself through the freestyle that you right. do you're representing someone else that's his perspective does he still compete Nope. No, he doesn't no, beat at all. So he's against that aspect of freestyle because too. Because competitions, as Tom were saying, are more focused on the original roots of freestyle, and right. lowers is a massive, massive root in that aspect of freestyle. Okay. And it's not something that he enjoys or cares for at all. Anymore. He's not into lowers it's, at all. No, he used to be like to, yeah. it's insane. Like he he used to say I was his favorite freestyler back in the day and stuff. So, but I think. The, th- the thing is, with freestyler, there's a formula to winning competitions, just like there is with football, just like there is with rugby. I'm saying what's, what's very English sports. What's the formula? Um, <laughs> no, so with freestyle, there are certain buzz tricks that, okay. like Jordan stool, no touch, three revs, uh, rollers in uppers, like mm-hmm. soul stool variations. Okay. All of these things are kind Those of are certain things that you have to hit. Yeah, uh, not that you have to hit, yeah. but that they're a lot of guys are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra so, hard. But like more in, they're more difficult, yeah, I would say. Um, yeah. Like, like three revolutions. Like, there's a handful of people that can do that. Right? No, there's a lot of people that can do three revolutions. Uh-huh. It's just considered people. more difficult. And, okay. Yeah. Okay, so that, okay, but... But to do it in a competition and to be able to right. land it consistently yeah. in a battle is right. impressive yeah. because it's a difficult sure. motion. I just, I just yeah, mean yeah. as a formula in the sense that a guy like Tobias from Norway, he does the same stuff every competition, but no one can beat him because he'll do... Um, like a three rev combo to like 15 to 20 no touch afterwards. There's no one else in the world who can do that in a battle. So regardless of whether it's boring or not, that's what he's doing to win the competition and no one can compete. And I it's see. the same with every other so sport. that's the kind of thing that Jermino is like, hey I, man, I it's guess just so. robotic. I guess so, but yeah. I don't want to speak for him. I'll, right, you know, right. I'll, sure. I'd like to sit down and speak to him personally, but yeah. I don't know. Especially being here in California <laughs> where, <laughs> right. where he lives. Yeah. Oh, is he here now or what? We Bye have you. no idea. We have no idea. Okay. M I A. Hashtag find Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy, yo, hey, wherever you are, let us know, right? Hashtag everyone wants to know where Jeremy. you're at. Yeah, <laughs> everyone wants to know where you're at. Everyone likes, I don't know, we all love him, right? Yeah. I respect him. I yeah. said, like any freestyler that's at anywhere near your guys' level, I have mad respect no matter what. I've known no matter him if they're since crazy. middle school. Oh, you have? Okay, so you guys are buds. We've been best friends. Okay. <laughs> so then I mean, you should all... know where he's at. <laughs> yeah, he stopped talking to all of us. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But then you know how you're saying earlier, like three revolutions. That, how many girls can, you know, female freestylers can do it? One. One. Yeah, she's the only one, right? There's only one. Indy Cowie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so you can see how difficult it is to just to be able to learn it and right. then to be able to do it in a battle. It's right. a whole other thing. Right. And that's mm-hmm. why Tobias, like Tom was saying, is mm-hmm. so insanely impressive. Yeah. Not only can he do it once in a battle, yeah. he can combine it and he can combine it multiple times into yeah. a combination, which he's done. And it's boring to watch. Like, you're saying Tobias can do that, you're saying? Yeah, yeah he's okay. done four, three revolutions in a combination in a battle. Uh-huh. I think even more. I, I've yeah. lost count. It's, it's ridiculous how high the level of combinations, like in lowers at least, that are being pulled out today comparing to competitions back in the day. Uh-huh. It's really insane to see the difference. Who are, So then like, uh, who are like the top five that everyone kind of just respects now i'm not talking about ranking wise but like within the world of freestylers yeah. in general yeah like you know everyone kind of respects. difficult them. question yeah, yeah. there's so well, many well, who do you guys respect then like in your you know top five i respect like every, every freestyler but who do you look so, up to as a freestyler like wow this guy you know respect in terms of um, like if you see him in a battle and a challenge or whatever like these are yeah, the guys that you look up to i mean and, and just forward to. it's difficult off the top of my head like Personally, I really, really want to battle Andrew again. Like, okay. uh, so he's I'm, up there. there yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, Charlie from Argentina. Okay. Um, uh, Esteban from Mexico. Uh, like, honestly, there's so many. Luki from Poland. Mikritz from Poland. There's so many guys who are... Uh, Gunter from Italy. That's a I big see. one. Well, um, let me... Is there, like, uh, some guys that everybody within... Because you know how you guys... I what, think, do, are, we're all I think three two of the most well-respected okay. freestylers have to be Andrew and Mikritz. Andrew and who? Andrew and Mikrik, for sure. Mikrik? Mikrik's from uh, Poland. Yeah. From he's Poland. actually here as well at the moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's here in California. <laughs> actually, he's on his way to Tijuana right now. So oh, yes? Maybe, Pick up some weed first and then come back? Or what's, what's he going to Tijuana? I don't know what Mikrik's taste buds are like. Mikrik, okay. All right. So then what do you, who do you like look up to or you know respect in terms of 
it's so hard to say because there are so, so many, many right, guys right. with so many different styles and everything. Yeah. Um, one of my personal favorites besides Andrew is yeah. um, Shimo from Poland. Okay. And it's just like everybody kind of has their own different styles. And I tend to like people with like certain different styles. Yeah. So like there's Shimo who's like all around. But then like there's creative guys. Like I like Yorok personally. And it's hard to say because there's like certain things that I like from everyone. I see. Mm -hmm. So then, uh, are, other than uh, the whole, you know, uh, judging and the battling and Jerminho, what other like controversial things are happening in the world of freestyle today? What are some of the juicy, fun stuff that's going on? <laughs> um, like going back to what I was saying earlier about uh, making a living from it, mm -hmm. there's there's definitely like there, there's definitely some stuff that goes on behind the scenes which isn't very pleasant, mm -hmm. but. On the whole, like, there's really not many controversies within freestyle. Which that's that's what makes the community yeah. so close. Yeah. There's rarely any problems, and if they are problems, it's, right. it's not really. It's not that big of a yeah, deal. Yeah. Other than yeah. yeah, the okay, like the business side obviously gets into everything, right? Business but besides gets that, yeah. Into everything, all right, fine. Yeah. What about uh, female freestylers? Are there some like hot female freestylers that all the guys like? Um, Who's the hottest female freestyler? Hey, we I don't objectify women. Her, <laughs> I taught her ATW, so I consider the most attractive okay. female freestyler. She, I, when I worked for uh, oh my god, <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> when I worked I for LA second. Galaxy, there uh -huh. was um, oh I know who it is. Wait, she's small, short. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jessica. Oh, yeah. Well, no, wait. Who? Jessica. Oh, okay, no. It'd be so funny. What's her last name? Jessica. Jessica Sanchez. Sanchez. Jessica Sanchez. Okay, yeah. she's a. Uh, She's a freestyler. No, she's not no, a freestyler. We're not talking about who, random yeah, we're hot chicks. Random hot chicks that you like. Oh, she can freestyle. Yeah, but she can freestyle. Oh, so she can freestyle. A little bit. There's yeah. a little difference bit. between someone who can freestyle right. and someone who I consider a freestyler. Right. Is she better than me at freestyle? Yes, she's better than you at freestyle. <laughs> wow, she's that good, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Have to look I taught her. I taught her, so. You never even seen me freestyle. How are you telling me? Like, I'm not. You never. I can't really freestyle, but you never even seen me. It doesn't matter. I saw you jump. Okay, fine. Yeah, I could do at least 10 in a row. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, last got a trick. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so Jess, what's Jesse Sanchez? Jessica. Jessica Sanchez. Okay, yeah. and uh, so she's a, a female freestyler that you have a crush on. No, she's a female who can do freestyler. Who I think is the most attractive the female most attractive. who can who can do freestyle. All right, shout out to Jessica Sanchez, yeah, right? <laughs> hey, Jessica. <laughs> yeah, where is she, and where does she freestyle? She freestyles randomly. She's in California. She's in California. Okay, cool. I have to bring her out one time, and then we'll and then we'll pop you out as the surprise uh, oh, guest co-host. Oh, you'd love that. <laughs> All right, Jessica Sanchez. All right, is there like a other freestylers that you know within For the sure. community? Who? Of course, there's female freestylers yeah, who are attractive. Yeah. Like, um, so there's a girl called Julie from Colombia. Okay. Um, who she's like a model as well. Is she the one um, that's always wearing high heels and doing the? General? No, that's oh. Raquel Benetti from Brazil. Okay, man, you um, guys know everyone. <laughs> I just see that through the Instagram feed every yeah, once in yeah, a while. She's yeah, always yeah. wearing heels, right? Yeah. That's yeah. impressive hey, to that's, me because that's her thing. I think is yeah. I, I don't know. I think I don't know what your opinion is on her, but like I don't, <laughs> I don't think, her head like, I don't uh, think it's a negative thing. I think it's cool. Like, Any kind of bringing spotlight to hey, the world of freestyle. It's not. No, right. I, I think people take it too seriously, and it's like she doesn't. She if she doesn't care about freestyle, that's mm -hmm. absolutely fine by me. There's okay. plenty of guys in the UK who don't mm -hmm. care about freestyle but make okay. a living from freestyle in yeah. inverted commas. So. Right. Um, I don't know. I think what she's doing is cool, and if she's making money and she's yeah. having fun, she's traveling the world. She's got shitload of followers on Instagram. Right. Then that's her thing. That's she great. does freestyle in heels, though, right? Yeah, but okay. she might not even consider what she does as freestyle. I, I think, think as long does. as she but isn't as her as handle she, something freestyle or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But I mean, yeah. as long as she enjoys what she's doing, right. and as long as people enjoy watching her, mm -hmm. um, then I don't think. Yeah, Tom's all about the free love. Tom's all about the free hey, love. Yeah, right. peace, love, and unity. <laughs> all right. Okay. So you're about to bust out a couple other names, though, right? Who else? Um, I mean, okay, so like when you guys go to like the big competitions, right? And then like, you know, yeah. the, the world competitions, right? The, the recent one. Are there like some female freestylers that the guys are kind of like looking forward to, hoping that she's going to show up? Mm -hmm. No, 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 one really stands no out? I don't think so. No? It's not really like that. Okay. So freestylers are actually, um, I think, I, I would say we're kind of respectful. I don't know what Caitlin okay. will say about that. But <laughs> the majority of them. Yeah. No, like, yeah. okay. not, you guys are pretty respectful to yeah, the female it's, freestylers. It's not really like that. Yeah. Right. There's not really that kind of thing going on. Yeah, because it's kind of like, uh, okay, so in tennis, um, uh, not Nadal, but who's the you know the one that's considered the best? That's kind of Roger Federer. No, Federer, oh. right? Like all like back in the days, not you know maybe like five years ago when he was always like number one for like a decade, right? Yeah. All of the female tennis pros, you know, when they did like a quick interview, like, oh, who do you have? A Everyone said Federer. Like all <laughs> of the female pros were like Federer, Federer. You mm -hmm. know, 
How about on the female side? Is there like a guy that's like a fetter? Oh, it's Tobias. Yeah, is that anyone? No, I hear it from. I hear it from. You hear it from Ralph Tech? Oh, it's Tobias. Tobias is the Roger Federer of freestyle. Absolutely. Tobias, did you realize you were the Roger Federer of freestyle? He's like, he's all humble. Let me tell you guys about the first USA champion. Okay. Okay. We had the honor and was it the first? It was the second. It was the second USA championship. So we had the privilege of having Tobias over as one of the judges along with Luke Casso. Okay. And Man, just standing next to that guy okay. in L.A. is like a magnet that just attracts. <laughs> what do you mean? Because of uh, people recognizing him as a freestyler? No, no, because he's good looking. Norwegian. Yeah, I've seen him online. He's yeah. all right. No, he's really good looking though. He's the blonde, right? Yeah, yeah. He's blonde. Yeah. yeah. How tall is he? Because you're like six three. I'm six four. A you're six four. How? Yeah, I'm taller than he is. Okay, yeah. but he's what? He's up there. He's six, like six, six two, six three. Okay, so six two. Is he Swedish or Norwegian? Norwegian, Norwegian, yeah. Norwegian blonde stud. Viking, Viking, Viking blood. Okay, I hate you know? those guys, man. I know, me too. <laughs> I know. And plus, and then he he kicks your butt like in a competition and most yeah, of the time, right? Ridiculously good. Like, I would also yeah. like to say a quick shout out to Sven from Luxembourg, who's Sven. another beautiful, beautiful. First of yeah. all, I can already tell by his name he's got to be a good-looking guy. Sven, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's actually one of the most talented mm -hmm. editors for, I think, freestyle videos. Okay. Right. That ever ever posted yeah. a video online yeah. he, he runs a very very successful uh, what, what would you call technique it's like a freestyle Channel. production freestyle okay. production team. all right what's your, we'll throw a name i'll do a shout yeah, out there what's the name of it technique spelled t-e-k-n-e-e-k they're very famous okay in the technique community. yeah yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so everybody will, okay everybody know but yeah right. i love sven i've loved sven since sven. i started freestyle right super nice guy yeah, okay well. before i even met him i was like this right. guy i gotta meet him one day and okay. he's got a lovely beard that i assume tickles when you kiss okay <laughs> you assume okay so sven <laughs> and tobias are the studs in the side what there, the girls like there's plenty of studs in the, yeah. In the yeah. freestyle community okay yeah any other yeah. names you want to drop caitlin <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, you know, you're just representing the female. It's not like your own personal thing. You're representing the female uh, freestyler. Ricardinho. Ricardinho gets a lot of, gets a lot of attention. Sure. See, I'll say it for her because I know what she's thinking. <laughs> you know, right? Ricardinho and Boyka get a lot of attention. Ricardinho and Boyka. Yeah. Boyka is from Colombia. Yeah. Right? I saw him. We worked with you know, recently. In Ricardinho is just too, too much of a beast. Like, Ricardinho, where's he from? He is uh, from Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Okay. A Brazilian guy, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Those guys that swoop in and take your girl. <laughs> Those guys too, man. Yeah. Okay. Thankfully, I'm a lot taller than he is. So right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So then, uh, but then you guys are a couple, right? Oh, my God. Not no. We're funny. not going there. <laughs> not but the online world uh, <laughs> that's not in the freestyle community think that. Or, right? That's how you've it's been falsely misrepresented. It's taking a life of its own. Oh, I didn't know this. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, there are a couple online. Oh, my God, no. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, my evil they, twin they didn't even, they didn't Oh, your evil twin. real name. I know. Morgan, Kimberly. Because that makes it more interesting. Because if they use your real names, then you guys would quickly dispel the myth, right? But they created this alternate two personalities, <laughs> and you guys are a couple, right? That's they didn't, even, they didn't yeah. name me. They just they said didn't? Morgan, Kimberly, and her boyfriend. And oh, so you don't even get the respect of a name. You're just the boyfriend. Exactly. I'm just the guy doing tricks with his girlfriend okay. morgan That's stanley it. what was her kimberly name? kimberly yeah. morgan yeah. kimberly yeah. okay and yeah. does how big of a social media following does morgan kimberly have? <laughs> not much anymore really yeah, yeah she, i'd be pretty sad if she had a bigger following than like you know oh legitimate freestyle no, so what's this she was doing well like, yeah morgan kimberly had, was yeah she okay. was so is this someone well. who basically stole your identity yeah it's it happened just like multiple a page times oh. like right. cool. people just take caitlin's identity cool. yeah okay yeah I mean, I've, I've seen my own photos just being pop up freestylers' yeah. profile pictures. Yeah, that happens pictures, a lot. And I'm just like, okay. I've had a lot of weird sure. messages. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, you're, oh, falling, so. you're right. But it helped you because you, you know, like the recent uh, PSG commercial that we just did, right? You look like one of the uh, yeah. the French uh, players. Wait, what helped me? The commercial, the Looking fact that like you're tall people. and six three, you, you look a certain way, you know, oh, like yeah, your no, look helped on that one, definitely. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay, so you guys are not a couple then. No, okay. no, we're well, not. Don't, you, that was a little too strong. <laughs> no. <laughs> Shout out to Michael Bliss. We are oh, not my a couple. God. Why? What, what's up with Michael Bliss? She just visited him. In, oh, uh, Minnesota, yeah. okay. That's my hey, boyfriend. Michael. Oh, that is. Oh, I didn't know that. So you guys, how long have you been dating for? Not very long. Not very long. Yeah. It's a new thing. Yeah. Okay. So does Michael Bliss know about the Kimberly? You know? Everybody knows Everybody about know? that. They think it's hilarious? <laughs> because uh, who posted that on my wall? Mahal. Was it Mahal? <laughs> it was Mahal. Mahal. Okay. Because you guys work, but then you guys uh, work together and practice together and train together a lot. That's why We're we always friends. get those kind of Yeah, you guys are friends, comments. right? Friends, yeah. yeah, and you have a lot of uh, social media posts that were the two of you, so someone just yeah, kind of yeah. made a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, so there's no truth to that. No. All right, it's Michael like Bliss, don't worry. <laughs> right? There's no truth to it. There's no truth to it. Right? <laughs> That's fun. Oh, yeah. Man.
All right, so like uh, you know, you're gonna be here for a month. You said, right? What are you mm -hmm. guys uh, up to? You know, what are some of the things that you guys are gonna do? Oh, what are some of the interesting that. things? It's yeah. already been. Yeah. What, okay. So like for the people in Europe and you know your you know your neighborhood and wherever yeah, you're from, yeah. like I'm sure they're like excited about you being in LA. You have yeah, sure. certain things they're gonna bring back or certain experiences they want to live vicariously through you. What's going on? Hey, like I'm not really here to look for anything in particular. Okay. Like I'm not just, trying to go to okay. cool the Walk of Fame right, and all that right, kind cool of stuff. Guy. I all just right. wanna. Like I just want to experience what it's like to to spend a decent amount of time here and is appreciate your, the weather. Is this your first time in LA though? <laughs> yes. All right then. Is, yeah. uh, whatever. Whatever you just said, throw goes out the window. You take him out to like Hollywood tonight one time, and all of a sudden he's like going crazy, right? We've been <laughs> taking him all over the place. Yeah, you guys have yeah, been yeah, already. I've been having the true local experience okay. so far. So. Awesome. Okay. There's nothing better than hanging out with the locals. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I know California. In my heart. Like, yeah. Okay. As a twenty year old that can't even go to any bars or oh, yeah. you know, yeah. he knows yeah. LA like know yeah, California. like nothing. He's gonna take you to Disneyland, <laughs> he's gonna take you to uh Huntington Library, oh, and he's gonna great. take you to the beach. Yeah. After you're done with library. that, give me a call and then I'll take you to okay, the, the hot spots, all right? Yeah. All right. That all sounds right. good. Yeah, I'll what just about stay at home reading? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so then uh what what's what are some of the cool things that you guys have, you know, that you're working on? Anything that you wanna, you know, mention, uh some interesting things that you guys have going on? You know, a you know, personal freestyle, whatever you know. What's what's on the latest, you know, for you guys? So, like, I guess for me, mm -hmm. um, like I said, I was trying to go down a kind of different different route with freestyle. So, um, I'm I'm super into nutrition and all that kind of stuff. So I'm really trying to. And you're really pushing that vegan agenda. Hey, huh? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's, it's because for me, lifestyle. it's it's the the vegan lifestyle is just as much. Uh, of a passion for me as, as freestyle is like really? go, yeah it goes hand in hand just yeah, at that level yeah yeah probably so, even more so to be honest because freestyle is cool and everything and it inspires people to get out and get active right. but the whole veganism thing like that's a message of compassion to you know um to to just try and make people wake up and see see what actually happens and you where should, the food comes from. You should change from. your like handle then to like vegan freestyle. You know what I mean? <laughs> actually, I was yeah. thinking about it, but okay. I think I'd prefer to keep my own name for it. Um, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Okay. It's a it's a brand name now, basically. Like TF Tom Poland. People know him as Everybody the vegan knows. freestyler. No, everyone. Actually, they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Everywhere true. I go, I get okay. special treatment. Right. Now. It's cool. <laughs> but no, really, more and more people are coming onto it. I get yeah. messages damn near every day from freestylers telling me they want to give it a try. Right. Um, and that's kind of like my main focus with freestyle at the moment. Okay. So yeah, that's that's what I'm up to. Is uh, a vegan allowed to uh, partake in alcohol still? Yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, we're good yeah, then. Yeah. All right, good. <laughs> what else? What do you guys got going on then? Um, I'm mostly looking forward to some of the upcoming competitions because mm -hmm. I qualified for Red Bull in London and then the F3 World Tour. So mm -hmm. that's kind of my main focus right now. Okay. So then the Red Bull Red Bull Tour. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be competing in that? Yes. Okay. The Red Bull Tour, are you allowed to use, because uh, they have their own ball though, right? They um, have, like, you know how they have that uh, Red Bull uh, yeah, Monta? Yeah. yeah. Do you have to use that one? or They got rid of that. They did? Yeah. They got rid of it? Thank God. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Red Bull for getting rid of that ball that no, no freestyler likes, right? But it's, I heard it's good for street soccer though, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know. I think it's some, an awesome ball. I some think people it like cool it for freestyle hell, too, but, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just hard when you're not used to it, and then they're telling you that that's what you have to use to compete with yeah. at you, your highest level. It sucks to be forced to use something. Yeah, you've been there. training for four. You have to train for months with that particular yeah, bar right, exactly. to even get used to it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's what you got. What, what about you? Um, I've just been filming a couple projects around uh, Los Angeles with different companies, and uh, I've been uh, getting them and seeing how they turned out. And, uh, they always turn out really cool. Caitlin and I are actually going to be filming with another company pretty soon called Tisper. And it's a freelance app mm -hmm. in, uh, in the U.S. where basically people, you, can, you can kind of sell what you do. Okay. Sell you, what does that mean? What are you selling? What if some uh, middle-aged women from uh, Wisconsin wants you to do a freestyle session for an hour? At or she place? wants your old socks. What would you do then? <laughs> My old socks. Yeah, yeah. She just, that's go, nasty, man. I go buy some new socks because that is nasty. <laughs> right, right. Some new socks. That's right. a little bit sad. So then you can get hired through that app, though, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. And um, Caitlin and I are going to be doing some uh, videography uh, okay. for them uh, around Santa Monica. And I actually already filmed uh, like a promo for them where they kind of set up this video that showcases what I do right. and 
how to hire me and all of this stuff. Okay, and awesome. I, I'm excited to see how it turns out. All right. Shout out. What was the name of the app again? Tisper. Tisper. T-I-S-P-E-R. It's going to be Tisper. big. I, I think these guys are really going to go places. They're okay. doing a lot of great things with the app. And nice. honestly, it's not just good for freestyle. It's amazing for anything. You can literally sell any type of ability or Services. service on there and it's just it makes things a lot easier to find because sometimes there's ridiculous things that nice. you know so it's not it's not it's not uh specifically for freestyle you're saying no, it's no, just no, any kind of okay. it's a like freelance that's freelance okay if you ever want to move on from freestyle then you should definitely be a what's their name tispa the spokesperson. I know he's got that role. Oh, I mean, really I, going for it. I would love to work for them. I went to their office. It was nice. <laughs> nice. I love working with computers. I can write. All right. uh, I'll write some articles. <laughs> All right, that awesome. Sound like a problem. That sounds like a fun time. Cool. All right, that's it for uh, today's episode. Thank you guys for coming out. You know, have fun while you're here in LA. I'm sure. Right. We're yeah, gonna, after like... you're bored with Umar, give me a call. All right, <laughs> take you out. All right. I don't think I can. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for Urban Pitch Podcast, the beautiful game of life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.